Welcome to Rooster Radio, a broadcast dedicated to supporting and promoting local artists in the Gaston County and surrounding areas. Thank you for joining us. Our first episode this season is a callback from last year. We invited James Baker of World Sauntering Day back for what turned out to be a fun, laid-back conversation about his music, homebrewing beer, why George St. Pierre is today's best martial artist, and some thought-provoking space stuff. But before we get into the interview, James is sharing his song, The 70th Point, with us right now. God I felt like a celebration that song, dude, and and I, you know, that song makes me feel happy. But the lyrics are not so happy. Like you write songs, sometimes I, I feel like that 
sound very happy, but the lyrics are so deep and ominous. And if you really listen, those lyrics can grab you by the soul and kind of tickle you on the, the feet of your soul, if that makes any sense. It, make, it makes sense. Now, I would like to say that when you guys asked me to, to do this, uh, I'd suggested a couple of the newer World Sauntering Day songs, and then this is an older song. Uh, when I called World Sauntering Day the, the side, it used to be called that. And before that it was called Green Dot Ninjas, and before that it was called Box of Alphabets. But basically it's always been me writing songs, and I've been usually playing the drums for Van Huskins. Uh-huh. And then uh, we've had various bass players. And then in the, and then the recent years it's just me playing most of the stuff. And it been, me and Ben still jam. He, we played a show a little while back, and he played with me. And, and, uh, and But a lot of the stuff I'm playing the drums on now, too, because I love playing the drums. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I remember we, you know, when we jammed. Yeah, we mainly played the drums. Right, man. You know? People come to my house and like, man, why don't you play guitar anymore? Like, I do play guitar, but when you come to my house, I want to jam on the drums. Yeah, <laughs> it's, dude, drums is a lot of fun. Like, it's the driving rhythm behind your songs, and honestly, the drums uh, could be the front of the song. You know what I mean? I mean, right. like Neil Peart. You know, right. what well, I mean? that 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 particular song, you got a lot of roles and lo- you, there's yeah. a lot going on. That's that's, that's Ben honest. playing the drums on that song. Okay. And I'm not, and then, then our old bass player. That was Ben playing bass players drums? Players play That's Ben. Yeah, now Ben's, really? Ben's a great drummer. I thought you sucked, Ben. <laughs> yeah, he Damn. says he sucks, but Ben's, <laughs> that's a Ben. Well, he's, he told us he sucked. <laughs> he, that's the thing. We'd be playing shows and be like, hey, we're the side and we suck. I'm like, <laughs> don't say that. I know you're being silly and maybe we do suck, but everybody in the audience, they don't give a crap about it. They're yeah. going to uh, just like, oh, screw these guys and they're not going to pay attention. Uh, but anyway, whatever. We had a lot of good times. Dude. Well, do. let's say let's say welcome back to the people that yeah. listened to us last year. We're back. This is the first episode of new season. I want to big, give a big thank you to James for coming on. You know, being our first guest this year, we've changed some things up. Um, you can't see us if you're listening, but we have a, a new backdrop. That's here, right. Here in the studio. That's uh, right. And if you're watching, good for you for following yeah, us so hard that you. you know we have videos. Make sure you subscribe t- uh, to the Rooster YouTube channel, please. Hit that button down there. Yeah, hit that subscribe. I do like us. this backdrop. Thank you. Thank it's you awesome. very much. And you have a Rooster hat. I want one of those bad boys. I'll buy it. I'll pay oh, for it. Well, we do have we do We've have got hats. Yeah, we, we do have hats for sale. But uh, but anyways, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to our show. Like I said, we've got some really cool stuff planned for season two. We thought it was appropriate to bring James back as a callback for our first episode because listening back to the first season, it, it dawned on me how great the episode with you was just because you know it was the most representative of who we are and what we're trying to do and and i and i'm very grateful that you came on and and, and you challenged us to answer some questions you had about what we were doing you did. and and it caused us to talk about our mission so so you know enough enough about us let's, let's talk more about you james we'll, we'll but i just wanted to welcome everyone back I mean, you know i'm gonna ask <laughs> some more questions about you guys i want to know all the details about your personal Demons and oh God. loves and whatever else. <laughs> I so can't many. stop eating. That's why I'm fat. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody I, can stop eating. They'll die. Well, so you're I'm okay. just too good of a cook. Let's put it that way. <laughs> well, I'll have to try some of your cooking. What do you, what do you specialize in? I, I cook everything, man. I don't bake. I hate baking. Well, I can't stand baker. it. I, I well, wake that's great. That's great. I, I love to eat baked food. I, don't I just don't either. like cooking it. I'm more of an entree kind of guy. I love grilling and smoking and stuff like that. Well, dude, I kind of have that problem of uh, like eating a bunch of food, but more so on 
the sweets side. I love me some sugar. I like, uh, I, me too. In fact, I'm drinking some candied pecan beer right now. Oh wow! Sounds Shout out delicious. to uh, what's the what? Yeah. What is that? What is this? I don't even know. I got it because it's cheap and it's it's good. Well, it's cheap, good beer, folks. This beer right here that you guys just gave me this Sweetwater 420. Sweet oh. Sweetwater. Sweetwater, Highland, and uh, Sierra Nevada are my, probably my three favorite breweries. This episode was brought to you by beer. beer. <laughs> you got Sweetwater beer, too. That's Sweetwater That's beer. the lager. I was recently out of town, so this isn't something you can really get around here. It's Three Notched Brewing out of Charlottesville, Virginia, and oh. it's a Blackberry Ghost. I know, I know. I'm gross. I like sour beers. Make sure you're pinky. I like sour beers, too. Pinky <laughs> It's delicious, though. Jesus. But speaking of beer, since we already got on the topic. Okay. I brought some of my... I brought one of these last time from Blowing Rock, by the way. But this is not Blowing Rock. This is James Baker beer. Baker James Brews. Baker brings his own beer. And this is a Christmas beer. So it's got like oh, cinnamon like and honey nutmeg and, and nutmeg and vanilla and all kinds of Christmassy stuff in it. Well, we just so happen to have three glasses right. sitting on I, the table here. I, I don't know where they came from, but... Uh... Well, that happened. <laughs> Yeah, so I've got I've got a kegerator. It's way better when you get it straight up the tap. So what what got you into brewing beer? Yeah, uh, well, first of all, I love beer, and it's not. I'm not were you were you like, like 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 back in the day when you would sell weed so you could smoke for free? Is, is that why you started brewing beer so you could drink I never for free? Sold weed. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, is um, that just me? Right. Um, no, I, I no, I, I I went to Beer Fest and. Uh, Thank you. You know, I'm friends with Bo, and I think all you guys are too, yeah. ODB and whatever. But uh, Mr. Norwood, yeah, Bo's, Bo's an awesome dude. I love Bo, and um, smells wonderful. Thank you. Help oh. yourself. We need to drink all that. I don't want to take it home. It smells like uh, like Christmas. It should. <laughs> yeah, it's a Christmas beer. That's what he just said. Christmas beer should be. I think this represents. This it. is it, man. I feel like I need some uh, gingerbread cookies to dip in there. Yeah. You do love some sweets, don't you? I'm telling you, man. I got yeah. I got the sugar. Well, I love my Christmas. I've been brewing this for about three or four or five years. I've changed up the recipe a little bit. but uh, I went to Beer Fest a few years back, an alternative beverage in Belmont. Uh, they love were there that and they store. had a booth. Love that store. Yeah. Been and uh, I said, I started talking to them, and they said, uh, I said, man, I'd like to brew beer. That sounds fun. They said, well, come into our store. We'll hook you up, man. We'll show you what you need to do. Mm-hmm. So I went in there, like the next day, and I said, uh, all right. I'm here, dude. So I want to, I want to brew some beer. And I said, I said, what do I need? And they got me the whole setup, and I got started, and I've been brewing for about six years now, and I love it. And I got a kegerator in my work- house with two on tap at all times. Shit. You still working with the same gear that you bought? Uh, when you first, usually when people first start uh, brewing beer, they use like a, call it like a dried malt extract beer. You get like a package, and that's what you usually start, and you just do it on your stovetop. But I've kind of upgraded to the all grain brewing. I have a uh, something called a Robo Brew something three or something. It, so, it grinds up the the stuff. Well, you you get the grain at the store, and then or you can order it from somewhere, you know, and uh, and then they, they they have a grinder there, and they grind it up, they grind up the kernels or whatever, and then you take it to your house and you yeah do the process. And I, I you guys come over next time I brew, I'll show you how to do it. I brew. Oh, I I also brew. You do? Yeah. Are you doing all? You're doing the extract? Yeah. Well, no. I mean, I usually just get your uh, two row barley. So you're doing all grain? Yeah. Well, how are you doing it? Uh, just my buddy Jeff has got a, one of those grinder things. I just yeah. take it to his beer basement. He's got an entire beer. He taught me how. Uh, shout out to uh, Jeff, Jeff Hamilton, <laughs> Jeff Hamilton. Thank you for showing me how to brew beer, man. He's got one of those fucking grinder things. You know, yeah. I, I see a future episode of the show like a, a home brew 
Oh yeah, still. collective. Let's do it. Uh, we'll get Bo in here. Yeah, yeah. Get Bo to come in and talk about brewing beer. Yeah, I, I so like what I love about Bo's setup is he has the small setup. You know, there's like the, a million gigantic, you know, vessels or whatever. Like a lot of folks do. Nothing against the guys having big vessels. No nah, man, but, we'll, but I like how he does it on the small scale. Man, he keeps it real. Five gallon food grade buckets. Like most well, yeah. most restaurants yeah. will get uh, like cheese, literally in buckets and uh, pickles. Yeah, we poke holes in the bottom of the first bucket right. and strain the grain through. Like we set that bucket in another bucket and strain it through that, and then we've got the uh, you know the thing that the propane fucking hooks yeah. up to the little yeah. stovetop propane uh-huh. deal. Set your fucking boiler on right, that. Right. Get your water hot. Strain the grains through the five gallon buckets. Mm. We make five gallons at a time. I love how you guys are doing the all grain with, but doing it homemade style. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty I cool. I didn't that. know you did that. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, you know, I what's am some a, kind of I'm what's like your, what's your favorite? Some of your favorite types of styles you guys are doing? Uh, I like uh, like a red. Okay. Uh, Killian's red type style. Yeah, uh, we we came up with the name uh, Scarlet Harlot for our red. I like that Scarlet uh, Harlot. Yep. Yep, um, and we're doing like some loggers. Uh, we, one time we did a summer shandy that was pretty good. Little coriander notes in there mm. really kind of hit the back back palate, you know. So yeah, I we need to do some brews together. We do. Yeah, yeah. That's... Yeah. So I have the I have the Christmas beer on there, and I have the stout going now because you know it's cold weather. But I'm gonna probably after this when it starts to get a little bit. You know, uh, in the spring, I'll have some kind of springy beer, like an IPA or Got something. Got to. You kind of go with the weather with brewing. Yeah. Or like, That's... you know, like a, like a strawberry wheat or something. Kind of some kind of like light wheat beer or something. Just something different, man. And, yeah, uh, I always like to do weird stuff. I like to do weird stuff. Us too. But we yeah. also do the normal stuff, but we'll weird it out a little bit. Yeah, like with my lager, I make a jalapeno lime lager. See? Yeah. You got to throw in some sort of like... Something. Special, special flavor in yeah. there. You know what I mean? Just, just, otherwise I, I put like, my foot in it. Why do it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Cool. I was talking with Bo uh, not too long ago about doing a special brew through ODB for the rooster. You know, something that we could get exclusive. Rooster Red Ale. Uh, I was thinking cockadoodle brew. Ah, there you go. <laughs> ah, that's got a ring. It'd be to fun. It. Well, I don't for, know what kind of beer it'd be though. It would probably have to be make like. It a, make some well, I would love to make it a sour because I love sours, but I want people to drink it. So I'd probably yeah. make it like a Lots lighter lager. Like sours now, man. But like I, I was know. telling you earlier, um, you know, sours will will make your equipment, your equipment. You have to use your equipment yeah. just for sours. Just make it like a lighter lager. I, yeah, it's. I want it some because I want it to sell. I want him to to be able to to make money off of it. So I'm thinking if we go with a lager, it's, it, more people will drink it. Yeah. Either that or an IPA, but you, you know, don't like IPA, so it can't. Be I don't like IPA, yeah, so I don't think I'm not gonna yet. Do that. Yeah, we haven't got. There's a handful. There's a couple. I, I, I'll drink some Ballast Point. I, I mean, I, I do like IPAs, but I, to to you not liking IPAs, I'll I'll defend you in the way that I think even certain IPAs taste like straight tree bark. Yeah, well, there's, a, there's a million kinds of IPAs. Yeah, it makes me want to scratch the enamel off my teeth. Yeah, like that's how that's how much I hate the aftertaste of yeah. IPAs. I mean, we'll get we'll get you on there. Okay, I gotta find you. This guys Christmas some beer is delicious, though. Just, what do you call yeah, this? Honestly, what, what's the, you got a name? Well, I call it Xmas L. Ah, I like Xmas that. L. My taps have like a chalkboard little thing on it, so you can like write what it is. And I draw. I usually just draw like a Christmas tree or something, or a chalk. It's <laughs> weird looking Santa Claus. But now for Christmas, Caveman. I got a baker's brew, a baker brew tap. Oh, that's cool. So it's like it's like made out of wood, and it says Baker's Brews, and it has a little chalkboard so I can write what I'm brewing on it. I like it. Yeah. I like it, man. 
Well, since we talked to you last, tell us what's been going on with you and World Sauntering Day in the last year. Yeah. It's been about a year. Gotta, uh, have you have you made any new stuff? Have you been able to perform at all anywhere? Like, what's going on with the with the with the music? Um, I've recorded a couple original songs, but I've also uh, recorded a few cover songs recently. Uh, I don't do a whole lot of covers, but if something strikes my fancy that I think I can do something uh, cool with it or something that I think would be fun. Uh, I'll do that. But there's one in particular I had my uncle uh, sing on, and he's been the singer for uh, some different groups throughout his life, and he's uh, been an influence on me. And actually right now I'm playing drums in, in one of his groups, or his, his current group, called Big Jim and the Weezing Geezers, which I uh, Big Jim. I didn't name the group. but uh, You're Big Jim, huh? <laughs> But uh, I did the Traveling Wilburys song into the line, and I thought it'd be great if he did like the Tom Petty sections, and it turned out pretty cool. And then I had the other guys from the Weezing Geezer singing some background vocals on that. So that's uh, one thing I've been working on. Also, I was in another group before, the Rona, uh, playing the drums, and it was some buddies of mine. And it was kind of a grungy, uh, sludgy, Black Sabbathy, Nirvana type sound group, and 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 over the. Uh, since it's, you know, we haven't been able to get together and, and our bass player moved to Las Vegas, I just asked the guys if I could record the whole album since I had some time on my hands and playing all their, their instruments. And so... They were okay with that? They were. Uh, uh, I'm going to have Jacob, is the singer, my friend Jacob Fagan, uh, he's going to uh, come back and sing the vocals and stuff. But they were cool and they said I have the liberty to like, you know, add some stuff and make, you know, sometimes we would just have like a verse and a chorus and a verse and a chorus when we were jamming and I would add, I knew I added like a breakdown or something to it. So sounds a lot like the band I was in. We, we were that grunge core, you know, type, type stuff back in the day. Yeah. Mainly it was cause I couldn't play anything else. It's, 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 it's going to be a fun, uh, uh, it's kind of got a lighter humorous vibe to it, but, uh, I'm pretty excited about that coming out at some point in time too. I've played two shows. I played one in uh, in uh, Waynesville, North Carolina, at a Frog Level Brewing. That, went, that show went well. I played that by myself, and then with then uh, had band play some uh, uh, with brushes and some bongos and stuff. Uh, percussion we played at uh, Kings Mountain. Uh, Revolution. Yeah, in uh, November, and yeah. that went. I'll, sh- well. I'll shout out to Pillar. Yeah, she's she's cool, man. Yeah, yeah, like she's cool. Yeah. And that was a good. It, we had a good show. I felt like it, it, I felt like it went well, and uh, I was just in talkative mood, so I felt like it was like storyteller night. But there wasn't a whole lot of folks there because of COVID stuff. But a couple of my uh, folks showed up, and some of my friends did show up. Thank you. Where's the camera at? <laughs> Is that the camera? Both of them. Both yeah, A and B. Okay. And it's funny because so all, all three of us went right into the. Thank you. All three of us went right and to the way. By the way, all you my friends that came out to that show, I want to uh, give you a present that I'm going to give you guys here in a few. I'll get to that in a minute. But um, hmm. I'm intrigued. Oh I'm yeah. Intrigued. Well, let's I mean, ah, stop. Let's cheers. Stop that great of a present. Don't get that excited can about we, it. Can here's, we, cheers. here's the gift. Is, yeah, it's, we got a Christmas. Whatever. Food. We're going to get a late yeah. Christmas it's, present. It's like a. Christmas Fine, 2. I'll just give it to you now, whatever. Oh, dude. You give are... it to me, baby. Give oh, yeah. Give it here. All right, so anyway, that's the propaganda made. So here's you guys some stickers. Oh, yes. Oh, right. you guys yes. Absolutely. Came, they, they, they ended up being bigger than I anticipated. But we have this picture in our house. My wife found... Uh, Thank you. She found that, like a painting, that painting. She didn't paint that. And then we took 
And it was her idea. We took like an old book of all these weird, like, you know, prehistoric mythical creatures, creatures. mythical creatures, and decoupaged them onto it. And oh, thought, so you you added the creatures? Yeah, we added the creatures. Okay, ah, so really that's cool. a big old picture in our house, and so that's uh, I made stickers out of that. Anyway, so I love dude. it. Thank you. I don't know if you you know I got I brought some different size shirts. Oh, you've been watching our YouTube, huh? All oh, right, <laughs> I'm a la- I'm a large man myself. These uh, shirts here, uh, this. Oh. Is a painting my wife did. I told her what I wanted to do. I tell her lots. I'm like, I want you to do this for me. <laughs> so she painted. I told her the idea and she painted it. And then I drew the um, symbol on top. That's my my symbol. I have it tattooed on my arm. I love okay. it. Um, that's been my symbol my whole life. It's kind of like my symbol. Is there a story behind that? that yeah, shape? yeah, yeah. That symbol um, has to do with music. Uh, the very first song I ever wrote was called Shit. And when we were little <laughs> kids, I was probably like 11 or 12. And. Uh, or so, and then we called it, we spelled shit with asterisk. And even the side has the album, the, the 70th point, we just heard the album's called Shitstorm because that, for that very reason. And then we put the you know, asterisk for the I or whatever. Yeah. And because we were little kids and we didn't want his mom to like, then his mom, we played in his basement and we didn't want to like have her like yell at us for, you know, saying, saying shit. shit. Yeah. So with asterisk, so I, and we were a three piece. I've always been a, almost, almost always been a three piece band of some sort. Me, it's basically me, Ben, and some bass player. Yeah, and um, so it kind of had the triad, triad thing, but it's three asterisks connected together, and I just drew that symbol when I was a little kid, and I've just kept it my whole life, and it's kind of been my symbol, or awesome. the band symbol. I love the band. I, the only thing Very I drew cool. as a kid was the Superman S with the you know, oh, yeah, the, start, the, three, the lines. three lines, Thank and then you. the size you want, man. I'm a large man. All right, I, I'm I'm starting to get large in the wrong areas. It's all them fucking sweets. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay, you just gotta balance it out. Like I'll say, Thank you. I'm gonna eat cheesecake today, but that means tomorrow I gotta run around the block a couple of times. It's I don't too, always it's do it, but I try to. Too damn cold to be running any. If I, I like to run when it's cold, we don't sweat. You don't have to take a shower. I don't. I'm down with some swamp ass <laughs> when it comes to running, man. Like, Sweat's good for you though. Yeah, I'd rather sweat it out than to be freezing my uh, nuts. I, I mean, I used to run. Believe it or not, I used to be a runner. I, you know, up until my mid thirties, I, I was pretty pretty active i ran four or five miles a day did, did a bunch of exercises wow. but then i got into a car wreck and it, it screwed me up a little bit and for and it's been that was seven eight years ago and i've i've had this on again off again relationship with with fitness and exercise so yeah. i'll get into a groove and then i'll push myself too hard and then i'll put myself down for a few weeks i'm, and, I'm down with fitness so. whole cheesecake in my <laughs> <laughs> um as you so guys know, we talked this last time we were hanging out. Uh, I like to watch the UFC. I like the martial arts, and I've taken some martial arts over the last decade That's or so, right. and That's done right. a couple things. But GSP George St. Pierre is pro- possibly the best martial artist ever. Oh yeah, possibly. I mean, he's in the conversation, and and in fact, he would be my pick. But um, his coach said when you exercise, it should be something you always and you enjoy. And when you get to a point where you don't enjoy it, like if you if you start running. And you run like a mile, and you're like, oh, I like it. And then if you start running two or three miles, and you hate it. No, stop I doing that. I loved running. I just can't anymore because I got hardware in my hip. Well, that's, that's doctor. Gonna... I asked the doctor when I was, at, you know, I did my follow up with him after the surgery. I'm like, so like, how long can I before I can run again? And he looked at me, and he just kind of said, he's like, no, he's like, if you no. don't want a new hip, then don't. Don't run. Really swim. <laughs> you could swim, or you could do something with your I, upper body. Clearly, I gave up. 
<laughs> James, I think that's a great point to bring up. Um, and I also want to mention or ask, didn't uh, GSP do like a split between two 18-wheelers or some shit? Probably. He's like <laughs> Jean-Claude Van Damme or something. But, oh, like, his, but his coach was like, look, when you exercise, like he says, all my guys, I want them to come, or girls, I want them to come to the gym, and I want them to, like, when it starts to become something you don't enjoy anymore, your body should crave it. Yeah. And when you start exercising, you always hate it at first. It's like, oh, I don't want to start exercising. Yeah. But once you start doing it, your body will crave it. Yeah. If you, if you make yourself finally start doing it, and you do it a few times, your body will start craving it. And uh, and you should if you get to a point where, like, I'm going to start lifting weights or whatever you're doing, and you get to a point where it starts to, ah, you don't want to do it, then yeah. stop. stop that's, how, that's how I felt about lifting. I hated lifting, but I loved the, the cardio yeah. stuff. I, right. well, I always loved it. So when I do weights now, I do a cardio weights. I yeah. don't lift weights for like bulk because yeah, it's yeah, worthless. Yeah. If, if you're ever going to get in a fight, being a big old muscle guy really doesn't help no, you. No, it's not, it's just because you're going to be out of breath in 10 seconds. Yeah. Yeah, it's you got to have the stand. It's not practical for anything unless you want to lift a car one time. Yeah. When the hell are you ever going to do that? <laughs> I, you guys can make fun if you want. I saw a TikTok that said uh, you don't have to do those particular things in order to be in better shape. So, like, if you don't like lifting weights, but you want to learn how to be a, a carpenter or to like to build stuff, that can be your exercise. Carrying your okay. drywall and your fucking lumber and something all that. Something you enjoy. Something you enjoy. I think that... Uh, that uh, exercise and fitness should be about something you enjoy. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to get up at five and run eight miles. Yeah, all if you that don't bullshit. enjoy it, you won't do it. It's not exactly. sustainable. Yeah, exactly. But if you if you need to remodel an entire house like I do, I've been getting more active and getting up early and getting better at, at just being woke on my fitness just by because i gotta make so many fucking trips to lowe's man you know i gotta fucking go get the lumber get the drywall lift that shit put it in the truck wrench it down with my truck ties fucking the straps the ratchet straps i don't know i like doing truck stuff i got a truck now i used to drive a hatchback and now i'm just glad to have a man Cody had Cody had to save himself and come up with some man shit there at the end. Yeah, it's because I got a TikTok, man. You guys are gonna fucking make fun of me because I'm. Uh, yeah, well, you know, what my ten year old loves TikTok. Oh, great! We're too great. old, man. <laughs> nah, That's you guys what it are is. not. There's me and Michael. We worked at y'all's uh, age on TikTok. We worked at Chili's together back in like ninety six, seven, something like that. <laughs> a long time ago. It's a long time ago. Yeah. Those were days, man. You could get away with anything back then. Well, you can't yeah. get away with being 27 and watching TikToks, apparently. So, <laughs> thanks, guys. I think they called that Vine. Uh, I guess. Yeah, I Vine was... Man. I know you had a Vine. Don't, don't <laughs> you lie to me, boy. You had a Vine. I checked out Vine back Yeah, then. you did. It, okay, yeah. what's well, Vine 2.0? It yeah. looks dumb on the advertisements. You're like, I'm not downloading this cockamamie shit. But when you get on there, there's actually like adults on there with like their titties I try, out. I, like, well, hey, adults with their titties out. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd hope it would be adults with their titties out. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. I hope it's, it's adults. Yeah, okay. it's adults when there's uh, there's like a uh, there's like a 30, 30 over TikTok. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Hey, I only go to the one that has you know. I tried I tried the Snapchat thing once. So I have one of my very best friends. He's. He's got a bunch of followers on Snapchat. And he's like, you got to try this out. I'm over hanging out at his house, and he's doing Snapchats with me at his house. We're drinking, having a good time. and So I'm like, all right. He convinces me to download Snapchat. And I think after two days, I was like, 
Fuck this. <laughs> I thought Snapchat was, and again, showing, I sound like an old guy. I thought Snapchat, anybody young listens to me, this fucking idiot. Oh, and we've guy. lost the Back under out. 35 yeah, pounds. Like, yeah. screw this shit. Back out of the video. Yeah, <laughs> screw you. Nah, I'm it. Pl- listen to my music. Nah, whatever. I don't give a shit. Speaking of, let's let's talk about your yeah, music. Speaking oh, of, right, yeah, yeah, let's, let's switch it up. Tell, tell us, All right. uh, has any new music been created in the last year? Please tell me yes. Well, I will well, when you guys contacted me about uh, doing this, I wanted to play my new new song I'm working on. Um, it's not it's not 100 complete. It's it's 90 complete. I just need the the mix. And you guys, after we do this, we should get in my car and listen to it because I have a I have a copy of it burned on a CD. <laughs> That's great, kids. <laughs> a CD is a little record. It's a it's record. It's never mind. <laughs> just Google it. Anyway, shiny. I have it on a CD because I have a CD player in my car. This song was called, I didn't want to call it 2020, because oh. I figure there's going to be a thousand people that have a song called 2020 about our insane year we just had. The year of suck. Yeah. So my wife just, she said, why don't you, because I wanted it to be like about vision, blurry, but you know, whatever. Uh, anyway, so she said, why don't you name it 2200, which means legally blind, which is legally blind. I said, fuck yeah. So the song is called 2200. It'll be out this month or next month. I got to make a video. But, and I got to even out the vocals and the stuff. I need to bring the mandolin up in the mix. Just a few little things. There's mandolin? Oh, yeah, man. You know, I got some mandolin and a lot Ooh, of crap these days. okay. Yeah. All right. Breaking out the... the but, but the song was inspired by... I have to give Joe Rogan some props on this because I was listening to some of his podcasts and he was talking about some of these... Uh, Bob Lazar. Yes. You know, I don't like J.R.E. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, there was... Some new sightings where the government was, the government's finally admitting that there might be some kind of alien stuff. And I'm not one of those alien guys. I'm not. I promise you, I'm not. I'm not one of the guys that's a big. I'm not a conspiracy theory guy. I'm not. I'm not a. I'm, a I'm very skeptical. Skeptical human being. I don't believe that. in. I'm very skeptical. If you tell me some something, I'm gonna be. I disbelieve it usually immediately. But um, <laughs> right. I do, however, like to contemplate outer space and all this stuff and how small we are. And I like to. I know that there's got to be life. All over the place. Somewhere. Yeah. So this song kind of was contemplating if there are aliens that have visited our planet or do visit our planet on some kind of regular or not whatever basis, what would they be thinking and uh, what kind of notes would they be making about their observations about our species? And so the song kind of is about that. I like it. Because I would like to think that they would be like, wow, how primitive. Of these humans to live this way. We See, have, that could be verse four. Yeah. Yeah. I think the aliens would look at us a bit like we're primitive. You know? Even, oh, for sure. Even oh, with yeah. all the technology we have, they they're got like, it. ha, 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 we transport I stuff mean, in the air. You gotta, you, gotta think, you gotta think about it this way, man. I grew up pre-people using the internet all the time. I'm 41. So, I, internet became a big thing that you use all the time when I was in my early 20s. Yeah. So that means most of my first time I like we didn't use the internet and all this stuff you don't so, have a t- you don't have tiktok the, <laughs> the point the point of the story is look how much stuff has happened in my short life oh imagine if a civilization has had an extra thousand years an extra ten thousand years an extra million years yeah because we don't know the lifespan of aliens we and, don't right? we, but yeah. if you came here you have to have more intelligent you have to have oh yeah you know, better stuff i've always that. kind of thought about this universe is way too big for us to be the only we living can't be the thing only in it, ones, man. it can't be. And 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 I often think that like 
we're probably in a race against whatever existence out there is to like see who can get to the other one first and there's a good chance that they've already found us and is like yeah we're not interested we yeah. gotta think about this way. You gotta, you gotta think about this. Screw way. this planet. We're going home. <laughs> there are more stars in the Milky Way than there are grains of sand on the planet Earth. Now think about if you went to the beach and you grabbed a bucket of sand oh, and you try to count how many that's a lot particulates of sand there are in this bucket. It's a lot of fucking sand. a shit ton of sand. Yeah, shit ton particles, sand, whatever granules, whatever it's called. There's more stars in the Milky Way than there are sand particles on the planet Earth. That's crazy. Okay, now, a lot. most of those stars have planets around them. Yeah. Now, we've thought about there might be even life that happened to have been on Mars or even Europa or the moon or whatever. You know, there's like maybe be some, you know, microbial life up there. So, in other words, the universe has to be teeming with life. It's stupid to think we're the only life. Yeah. Just natural biology would show that life has to be everywhere because there's just so many. It's like if you play the lottery 20 trillion times, you're going to win Yeah. some of the time. Yeah. Okay? It's going to exist. Now, there's that many stars and that many things in the Milky, Milky Way. So the Milky Way is exact. That is a drop in the bucket of galaxies and solar systems and, and all this stuff. And, and then you got multiverses and all this different. Well, maybe multiverses, maybe not. But I'm yeah, there's so many is, galaxies. Though. There's so many stars, there's so many planets, it's stupid to think that we are... Black holes? Right, you have all that. I uh, love them. Yeah. So it has to be varying degrees of evolution of the the types of life. There's probably like microbes on some places, and there's probably like more evolved stuff in some places. There's probably similar life evolved in some places. But, I, but to your Anyway, point. life exists. We're not the only life. So <laughs> get not. over it, folks. We're not that special. We're not. We're all right. So, talking about things that are out of this world, how do you feel about uh, hopping on the bongos and uh, having a little bit of fun? You do a little Well, I'll tell you what, James. You play guitar, I'll bongo it, and we'll rock something out. Let's do it. The song I I thought about playing, now, is a song about an alien. Let's do it! Well, let me me give a preface, please. Okay. Okay. Um, So, I think I got a good beer buzz. (laughs) This song that I I would like to play... um, this particular song is a uh, it's a story. It's about an alien guy, girl, whatever. It's, it, I used the word it in the song. I didn't want to have a gender. Um, well, don't assume people's genders. Right, well, or maybe maybe it's different life forms don't have genders. It could be like a gender neutral thing. Exactly. Creature. You know, I don't know. I don't know. In, in my story, it didn't have a gender. I didn't know. So this thing is old. Older, it's almost gonna die. It, uh, it's an organic life form. It's gonna die, and it realizes that. And all its family, if you will, have also gone. Or it's it's a it's a lonely creature, and it's just decided I'm gonna get my spaceship, and I'm gonna just get the fuck out of here. I'm gonna take my spaceship, and I'm just gonna just aim it out to nothing, and I'm gonna just go th- and look at stuff and die. You know. So <laughs> this is a story about an alien who just gets in the ship and says. Fuck y'all, I'm gonna go out in the outer space and die. So, whatever, that's what the song is.
I do, I do want to say, James, thank you so much for coming on for the first episode of season two. We are thrilled to be back in, back in here doing our thing again. We're thrilled that you were able to come on and be with us and spend some time with us. Um, you know, you have a couple of fans with us and maybe even bandmates at some point, who knows? Yeah. But, uh, but thank you so much, man. And yeah, before we, before we cut that off, I, I wanted to say this. It's absolutely an honor that you guys invited me back and all that. I mean, I don't, I don't know. The words can't express. I, you guys are awesome. We love, love you guys. Man. Remember, people, we are not the only ones in the universe. That's right. We're not. That's right. They're watching you. Yeah.